Welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast. Yo, Khalil Wonder here. And I'm Agard. What up, people? Thanks for tuning in. Shouts out to NiceUpRadio.com, Cancer Man, the whole family. You know what I mean? All the DJs on Nice Up Radio. Enough love. Sane? Yeah, man. And shout out to everybody listening across the world on all the digital streaming platforms. All the subscribers on YouTube. Yo, want to say thanks a lot for helping the page to grow and helping the channel to reach new listeners. So make sure you like this video and hit the subscribe button and all these things. The dedication to regular lovers worldwide. So, you know, don't be stingy with the team. Yeah, man. And shout out to YouTube, you know, experiencing my, my hobo chic right now, you know, homeless man vibes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, man, this is the last show for the season, okay? Um, so we're going to do a, re- a year in review on Agard. What, what's your highlights for the year, man? My highlights? Um, wow, there have been a few. Um, <laughs> I have a little sense of humor. You know, my highlights have been, you know, all of the artists who are conspiracy theorists and anti-vaxxers and are bucking against all type of establishment. That's my highlight. I know it's a, it seems a little perverse, but it brought me some entertainment. Okay. Well, speaking of entertainment, I'm just happy that we have, you know, events going on mm-hmm. once again. Um, Everything is not only living on Zoom or IG Live or Facebook Live. You know what I'm saying? People are actually touring. You know what I'm saying? It's a big vibe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Sound clashes back in person. Yeah. You know, people traveling for clashes, you know, clash in, in ATL, Addies, and um, what is it? King Addies and King Animosity. Addies, you know, Animosity. Yeah. Blunt Posse um, Fargo. versus Fargo, all that stuff, you know, definitely appreciate it. Um, also, what's coming up? Uh, uh, what is it? Soul Supreme? Soul Supreme Rhythm Force in Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's one with uh, Jamie Younghawk. I think that one is going on this weekend as we record this, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe it's next week. Yeah. What's the one with Soul Sonic? I don't I don't know. Yeah, there's one. And I thought that's a French sound, right? Is it, Or is it a different uh, sound that I'm thinking of? But, you know, some traveling is going on. Right. Yeah, I haven't seen or heard much from this, the Europe side of things. You know, there was some audio I came across on SoundCloud where it was uh, Warrior versus um, Magash, Magash and uh, another sound. The it Magash was um, B team. Was that an online it, thing? Um, no, it was in person, but I believe it was. Um, it was in lieu of one, two, three, better than they had something, but it wasn't necessarily a clash clash. It was like a hardcore juggling. Okay. And I believe the third sound, I forgot the name, but they're, I believe from Italy. Mm. And it's a younger sound. Um, and everybody was allowed to play 45s and dubs. And obviously warrior has a lot of dub plates. So he played mostly dubs. And then for some reason, Magash said, they were just going to play 45s the rest of the dance, and I stopped playing the, mm. <laughs> the audio. <laughs> uh, yeah, as soon as they said that, I was like, yeah, I'm out. 
Yeah, but um, you know, I, I heard a piece of that, and um, the part I heard was um, Warrior just batting up those selectives from Magash, saying, you know, why isn't Basset Cat here and Ray Ray Ray? So, you know, I'm not gonna say I miss the European sounds <laughs> clashing, um, but what I do miss is some, you know, some of the international competition where it's, yeah, in the way that they cut, it's different. And for for a while, they were setting some sort of standard as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, those were the first sounds that I heard cut like Movado on some older, slower rhythms. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Rub-A-Dub Sundays, you know, this weekend as we record. LP is going to be featured in that. Already featured was Fargo, um, King Addis, uh Camouflage. Yeah, shout out to Camouflage. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, I'm liking the energy, you know what I'm saying, with mm-hmm. what's going on. It's it's picking back up, and um, and it's good to see that, you know. So I'm looking forward to seeing more development in terms of inter- in-person dances, and then also keeping the, the online stuff going as well. It's, I think mm-hmm. having both of it going on at the same time is a good look for the industry somehow. Yeah, man. You know, um, I was able to do pay-per-view for one of the clashes, you know, mentioned. And um, mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a good experience, you know what I'm saying? So in terms of 22, I'm looking forward to, well, you know, we talked about Bounty Killer's album. That's mm-hmm. dropped. It's supposed to drop Christmas, you know, so we'll be enjoying that in, in 2022. Um, we'll probably open the next season with a, a review of that album. Um, also looking forward to the next world clash, which is scheduled for bank holiday in May, 2022, Mm -hmm. um, in what Birmingham. Yeah. Birmingham, UK. So is it going to be the same field? What's going on here? It's the same lineup. You know what I mean? They didn't change anything. It's just that, uh, they postponed it like, three or four times due to COVID. Understandable. But I like the fact that, yeah, that they did that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the it's supposedly the last one. And to rob the fans of that live, um, you know, environment, even if you don't get to go to hear a live taping with the energy or see it, you know, via video stream or whatever, you know, I think, I think, I think they did the right thing. Yeah. In terms of, um, like who really I think would get a superlative or an award for twenty one. You know what I'm saying? Let's run through some lists real quick. Okay. Right? We'll do artists first and then we do sounds. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about artists, you know, that's uh spice. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That's uh super cat. Mm-hmm. Say so spice super cat. Yo, that's uh skilly bang. Mm-hmm. He put out an album. Um, the album sales were dismal, you know what I'm saying? But that was that's to be expected, I believe, right? From from people, you know, if you know what's good, you know, like you know that he's not gonna come out and sell a bunch of records internationally because the fan base is more of a hardcore um fan base, more of a local fan base. But um, you know, he's popular on the dub plate scene charging a hefty price for the dubs. Um, so I would say, you know, 
combining all that, you know, his tune's still running the dance and all that. So I'll say he had a good year, man. Yeah, right now that's pretty much the real market, you know, in terms of artists like that. You know, they're not really on the same level and standard internationally. So you would have to, you know, judge them based on how they're doing in the actual dance hall. Mm-hmm. Now that dance hall is back, right. you know, in the physical form right. across the world. I don't know if so much in Jamaica, but definitely in the States and other parts of the Caribbean. Right. Two other artists, I think, um, that I would shout out for the performance in 2021. I would have to list Coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, Coffee's got the title single off of the Harder Day Fall soundtrack. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. the, the big, um, what do you call it? Uh, Netflix original movie. Yeah, Netflix. Western. Exactly. And it's, uh, uh, what do you call it when there's a whole bunch of people in, in the... Uh, it's... Uh, something cast. Uh, shucks. I, I usually have this word. Right. But anyhow, our movie terminology fails us right now. <laughs> but we know that we're talking about the soundtrack. And um, also on the soundtrack, which was produced by Jay-Z, um, also on the soundtrack was Barrington Levy, whose song mm-hmm. was featured like heavily during the movie. And then the coffee song, you know, you got to wait till after the movie's over and the credits come up. And that's, mm-hmm. that's where you heard uh, Coffee's voice. You know what I'm saying? Um, she also recently released her West Indies single. Which, gosh, mm-hmm. is that the first single she released for the year? Maybe. Um, and just like that, I think, like when I first heard West Indies, you know, remember I sent you a text message. I was like, yeah, coffee's going to be rich. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, her music has continued to have the like transcendent quality to it. You know what I'm saying? Hate if you want, but. You know what I'm saying? She's going to be laughing all the way to the bank. I'm just sorry. Yeah, plus her sponsorships, branding things that are happening, you know, her partnerships with certain brands. Right. You know, and on that note, shout out to Leela IK as well, doing well in that category. Yeah, man. Bunch of photo shoots and, you know I mean? People flying her out just to, you know, to do non-music things. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's a good look. So we start talking about female artists. Actually, we've, pretty much only talked about female artists. We talk about Spice, Coffee, you know, Leela. So you know who I got to bring up. <laughs> Shensia. Yo, shout out to Shensia. You know, um, big major look being featured on Kanye West's album, for, formerly Kanye West, Ye's album. You know what I mean? Mm. So, you know, I mean, that's that's a big thing. You know, people... People said what she she sold her soul or something, <laughs> um, as if you know all of the artists haven't been doing that already. I mean, yo, yeah, she she had a good year. You know, what I'm saying I don't know the the ins and outs, but I know I'll say she had a good year. I would agree on that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying um, also um, in terms of female artists, I think Naomi Cohen had a good year. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Tanya Stevens has been talked about this year more than other years, though, you know, sometimes, you know, a bit of a grain of controversy associated with it. You know what I mean? You know, when I talk about new music necessarily, but, you know, she's had some flyouts. You know what I'm saying? She's touring and she's in the news. So uh, from that angle, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. I think, you know, she's in a good position to be able to use, you know, that. 
and kind of use that as a runway if she so chooses. Um, Cause still, you know, she's a talented, very, very, very talented artist. Um, of course, you know, you want to say uh, Buju and Cartel, the whole Buju and Cartel running the thing, that whole argument, you know, that's still, still a thing, <laughs> still relevant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I already said Barrington and Supercat in terms of the elders, Bounty Killer, of course. We're starting to see a little bit more of Sham again, which in a previous show in this season, we were wondering where Sham was. Right. Right. Um, he was also featured on the Supercat show. Yep. Sham has emerged. Um, also, shouts out to Shaggy. Let's not forget, Shaggy had a big year. You know, Shaggy mm-hmm. dropped an album, continues to dominate reggae charts internationally um, and sell a ton of records. The Super Bowl, was that was this year, right? Wasn't it? Super Bowl commercial um, with Cheetos. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's with this year. With Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Beginning yeah. of the year, but still, you know what I'm saying? We... Shaggy and she, he's, I think I've seen him in a couple other commercials as well, bro. Like he continues to do his thing, you know, in, in, in addition to being an influencer and um, a mentor for others in the business right now. Yeah, definitely championing uh, Spice, you know, in public. Yeah, man, exactly. So in terms of sound system thing, you know, shouts out to Mighty Crown. Their name is ringing in the streets. People want to see them. Mm-hmm. People been, have been wanting to see them for a long time. And they announced their retirement. So, you know, we shall see what their next actual move is um, next year. Yeah, man. Um, this year in terms of sound systems, I, you know, it's obviously a, a, an interesting year mm-hmm. because there haven't been a lot of live events. And obviously, as we mentioned earlier, there's a lot more parties going on, a lot more sound clashes. But for me, it's been the year of the, I guess, reinvention of certain sounds, you know, like shout out to Emperor out of D.C., you know, definitely name is ringing in the streets. Shout out to King AP. Um, King AP is also um, been doing a lot in terms of, you know, for years, I mean, in Hartford and Atlanta. Um, shout out to Soldier One, you know. I, I, you know, I had a brief moment where I knew Soldier One in terms of when I first moved down to Atlanta, you know, and they were coming down there a lot, you know. So shout out to Soldier One. I'm, I'm mentioning all of these sounds that have had, um, first of all, they have history, but then they've also had, um, good outings online to where they, they've showcased who they are who they've always been and, you know, the quality of their, their, their selectors and their dub boxes, you know, and I wouldn't have known about that if it wasn't for, you know, things like LP, you know, real talk Sundays, um, dub for WK. You know, again, I want to say we mentioned them last year. um, Yeah. And then we talked about them on the top five sound systems list, but you know, they definitely have. Yeah represented really well yeah as well as um dub for wk you know they've featured some sounds um in in, no that that i had forgotten about also um what's the other show (laughs) war report Report. yes you know shout out to war report for you know featuring sounds um as well you know a few a few tapings of war report and dub for WK, um, you know, shout out to Next Level, you know, 
Next Level had a good outing on the in the UK via the internet, mm. you know. So yeah, man, I, I think for me, I've rediscovered some sounds, you know. Um, and of course, there's a lot of sleeping giants still, you know, aka you know what Blunt Posse just did to King Fargo. You know, I'm not saying Blunt Posse was a sleeping giant, but at the same time, they made their re-entry into the you know sound clash world, a memorable one, as well as King Addie's, because you know because through the through COVID, you know there hasn't really been you know obviously sound clashes. I'm I'm waiting to hear some of these other sounds, you know, what they have to offer. Yeah, yeah, Addie's definitely held it down this year, um, as well as last year, like in the you know in the in the middle of the pandemic, um, you know, they were very visible and uh, you know, they continued to just put out audio. I listened to a dub plate thing I found on Hecklers the other day that um Addies had put out and it was Obi Ross uh mixing and he was just saying that, you know, Father Eaton was just like, yo, if a couple of weeks go by, you know, just just put something out for the for the fans, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like they're very keen on the marketing tip right now and um and it's appreciated. Yeah, and speaking of that, like the the stuff with Obi Ross is definitely down a different lane that we're not used to with Addies. You know, it's definitely more of a foundation roots type of vibe. You know, um shout out to Swoogie. You know, I haven't heard Swoogie play Addies in a long time. He he was on Rubber Dub Sundays. I I don't think you heard that audio yet but swoogie did, did his thing you know he, he kind of sounded a little bit like lion face to me you know mm. it's like swoogie is one of the veterans right now you know he's a general basically you know so shout out to swoogie did his thing on rubber dub sundays um you should check that out as well as camouflage yeah i was gonna say camouflage yeah which you know khalil kept on telling me yo camouflage you know what i'm saying camouflage cam i was like you know because we're always talking about who's the next, you know, sound to really represent for New York. And, you know, shout out to Drew, you know, Hecklers, um, because, you know, he put the the camouflage playlist in there finally, you know, so I could go back and check stuff from as early as 2008 up until recently. You know, I went back, listened to, you know, camouflage versus a whole bunch of sounds, you know, camouflage juggling. So, yeah, shout out to camouflage, you know. Um, I would say this, you know, Buster, you know, obviously had his roots in Buster Rhymes, had his roots in Brooklyn, but you know, he, he, he famously grew up in Long Island, you know, EPMD, Long Island. <laughs> Rock him. Rock Long Island. So there's, there's a few different, you know, people who are, um, fa- not f- just famous, but legends in hip hop. And I would say it's about time for us to give camouflage you know, their respect for representing New York. You know, they always get joked on because they're from Long Island, but, you know, they're doing definitely a lot better than some of the Brooklyn sounds who've been in Brooklyn since the 90s, 80s, or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little thing right now where um, there's been a little trend of Brooklyn sounds getting coming out on the wrong end of <laughs> some sound clash. <laughs> Uh, you know, link ups, you know, also one on ones and, you know, not representing. So, um, but there's another sound from Long Island, bro. You know what I'm talking about? They were on, they were on LP Real Talk as well. 
and um it's not lion roar but um there's another sound lion something anyway not to go off on that because i'm not going to remember right now but if i remember (laughs) i'll I'll come back to that um but yeah also you know big ups to dj polish and noah power you know i mean Mm -hmm. gotta salute those brothers also um chris diamond you know what i'm saying in terms of the jugglers you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. these guys are killing it killing the game you know what i'm saying um shoot super twitch as well um mm-hmm. um landmark shout out to landmark sound in florida it was a dj uh kareem kareem yeah yeah he's still he's still, still doing his thing yeah, I heard some audio recently. Actually, I believe it was also with with uh, Polish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. And then for Jamaica, you know, it's the chromatic, and you know, from what I see, you know, Mataran is still getting bookings. Still. Yeah, man. I I heard some decent audio from them a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, in terms of juggling out of Jamaica, you know. I mean, Base Odyssey is still doing that thing. Stone Love Crew is still doing that thing. Um, you know, still waiting to hear sounds like Black Colors and those sounds, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For next year, I want to see more of the reggae revival artists kind of get back out there, you know, from Protégé's whole team with new stuff to, you know, Chronics and nine Dre Island, you know, the whole works, like the, the Junior Gang, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, all, all, all of them artists there, you know what I'm saying? I feel like... Mortimer. Yeah, yeah, new Mortimer. Yo, shout out to Kabaka, too. I gotta give it, give it to Kabaka. He's been releasing stuff, like, nonstop, constantly the last two years, pandemic or not, you know what I mean? Um, plus touring. But um, not a lot of people that have been really, you know, putting out content like that and, and have been out there like that. Yeah. And you said you're looking for the reggae revival dudes. I'm looking for people like Massacre, Idonia, you know what I'm saying, to really step up and be leaders, you know, in, in the genre as well. Yeah. Well, Massacre's just dropped a new single, right? And his album is, I don't know, if, I don't think it's out yet, but it's about to be released. So, so or it's, mm-hmm. he's preparing for the release of, I guess, which would be his, would that be his debut? So it'd be probably his debut album. So we'll see how that does. You know, hopefully the people support it because we've been talking about Massacre almost every, every week somehow, you know what I'm saying? His name comes up. Yeah, man. I mean, some of these artists, it's kind of like the battle rap thing, right? You know, in the U.S., there's a lot of battle rappers that have a career off of rap rap battles however you know they're not selling music per se you know that's what i think about especially when we talk about uh skilly bang earlier you know yeah skilly might not be selling units however you know on the dub plate market you know he probably certified gold you know what i mean uh or the equivalent you know so that's the way i look at it i've i've kind of expanded my thinking of that you know the the units sold in America and overseas is not necessarily you know my uh, uh, thermometer for what the what's going on in the industry right now. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, also, yeah, shouts to Swiss Beats and the Versus Crew. Um, you know, what I mean, look forward to seeing more Jamaican, more reggae, more Caribbean on that platform um, as the thing continues. 
you know, Super Cat kicked off the Icon series. Um, also want to shout out Joey Badass, uh, Brooklyn rapper who, you know, has Jamaican roots. You know, his parents are from Jamaica and I think St. Lucia. And he grew up in Flatbush. Okay. So mm-hmm. he's been doing his thing on screen um, with a key role in the Raising Canaan uh, Power series mm-hmm. uh, by 50 Cent. And also he plays Inspector Deck in the Wu-Tang, A Saga Continues mm-hmm. series. And um, I got to say, when I saw how he played Deck from Wu, um, you know, when I when I saw his performance there, I was that's one of the first time I was really impressed because I, I saw him on Gronish, saw him on Raising Canaan, wasn't really feeling those. <laughs> yeah, he was also on um, Mr. Robot, okay, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with, and then also the the movie that the short film that we spoke about was it Two Two Distant Two Perfect Strangers or something like that? Or? Yeah, that was him. Yeah, the lead. that was Joey Badass. He was mm-hmm. the lead in that? Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Now, nah, dude could act. So um, what I was saying to my wife... Was, Which that did get an Oscar, by the way. Yeah. Okay. What I was saying to my wife was that I wanted to... I would like him to get cast, you know, playing a Jamaican. Um, mm. And, you know, because you could probably do the authentic accent being from Brooklyn. Just very tired yeah, of think- the Jafakins all over, you know, all these shows and, and movies right now. It's like, we, it's, it's gone too far now. I can't remember what I was watching just this past week. And the same thing happened again. It's just like terrible, terrible, terribly done accents, man. Yeah, that's what's missing in the entertainment world. It's probably going to be a while. You know, as you mentioned, all of these shows, you know, there's BMF, there's the Wu-Tang Saga, there's, you know, a bunch of different shows that's highlighting real life people, real life hip hop culture, you know, street culture. You know, I'm still waiting to see something that depicts Caribbean culture. You know, it doesn't have to be New York. You know, it could be New York, Florida, any, you know, any place across the diaspora. So, you know, that's, that's what I would love to see. Yeah. You know, yeah. Shouts out to the small acts, you know, that, um, from um, yeah. from the the British perspective, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying like that's they've been doing that, um, you know, out there. But in terms of American mm-hmm. production, it's just like you know you got to see the you know we talked about the soundtrack of the Harder They Fall featuring reggae, and it's like it's because of the really because of the British pr- um, producer. Like, I don't I don't know if if it was just up to Jay Z alone, you know, if you would have really draw for Barrington Levy and Coffee. I, I don't know. But I think I mean, it was specifically because, you know, this brother like grew up in the UK hearing, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Barrington Levy sing, you know, brother than Broadway, here I come. You know, he grew up with that. So it was like, you know, now he's making movies. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to put this element in there and it fits and it works really well. Yeah. I think there's a lot more of a Caribbean influence on Jay that he would like to admit. You know, I, I just feel that way. He's made little you know, things in rhymes and the fact that he's, you know, he's, he has a lot of business with Caribbean people too. You know what I'm saying? People around him are also Caribbean. So I'm not, I'm not taking away from that producer. I'm just saying like, yeah, we need somebody like a Jay-Z or somebody like, I don't know, Cardi B, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, 
who, you know, loves Caribbean culture, you know, her being Puerto Rican herself, or is she Dominican? Either way. But I think, um, um, 50 cent, you know, his, his, you know, grandparents, Caribbean heritage, you know, Rick Ross, Caribbean heritage, you know, there's a lot of big players right now in music and, and, and film production. It's, I think, you know, unfortunately, you know, I don't like to say this, but it's like we kind of have to wait our turn in line unless you and I <laughs> get greenlit for something. You know what I mean? Yo, we might have to do it. We might have to do it, man. We might have to pivot and go Hollywood real quick. You know what I'm saying? That's my hope for the the the, the approaching year. You know what I'm saying? The always the representation in media. You know, popular media, especially film. You know, and music. So right. Right. Um, you know, you're, you're very, very, very spot on with that. And I think that um, we just need to be more visible and more represented as a whole. You know, this recent crisis in, um, you know, at the border with the Haitians mm-hmm. under the bridge, you know, when that happened, you know, what I'm saying we didn't really see the BMF people really riding for the Haitian people like that. Um, BLM. BLM. Sorry, BMF myself blood clad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Black Lives <laughs> Matter movement is, you know, seeming to be a very American, African American centric movement, um, where they are kind of joining and riding with the LGBTQ movement, you know, and that's been visible. But in you know, elsewhere in the, de- the founders, I believe, are part of that community as well. Yeah, at least one of them. Okay, which is fine. You know, I'm just saying, like elsewhere in the diaspora, you know, there are situations that concern Black people, and so Black Lives Matter everywhere, right? So mm-hmm. there's a humanitarian crisis, which there is right now in Ethiopia. You know, then you know the movement should be riding and representing for the brothers and sisters in Ethiopia. You know what I'm saying? Same thing, you know, the Rastas always talk about Ethiopia, and I haven't heard anybody, you know, go alive or put out a song, you know what I'm saying, about that situation at all. So, I mean, the president of Haiti was literally assassinated, so... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. That that's a lot of turmoil and dysfunction across the 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 African diaspora across the world. Yeah, man. So, just those things, you know, like like we said on the last show, it's all about unification. You know, what I'm saying that's the only way we'll be able to be powerful enough to um, make things happen is if we present a united front. And um, so. Those are the things that we would like to see happen in the upcoming year. Yeah, I want to say just one more thing real quick because, you know, my job has to do with um, production of some sort, you know, event production in a way. And uh, recently, you know, I saw basically an NFT week pop up in New York, right? Like 30,000 people were in New York specifically for... NFT, and if you don't know what MT, NFTs are, you can Google it. But um, for NFT week, and a lot of money was spent in a very short period of time 
for these products. And my hope is that as Caribbean people and as black people, that we really, really ramp up our involvement in technology because it's just going to be another place to where um, we're left behind. And that has direct implications on entertainment, you know, as well and things having to do with our culture. So I'll just say that I hope in the next year we see a lot more um, people in the mainstream, you know, I'm talking about artists, you know, actors, athletes, you know, as well as people, black people in the financial industry really, you know, kicking into gear as far as technology goes. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Technology, finances, politics, you know, we have to represent in all areas, education. It can't just be entertainment alone. So. Yep. Yeah, man. So that's our hope for next year. Um, thank you for joining us, you know, for another season. You know, uh, it feels like every season has been a little bit different. <laughs> uh, we keep you guys on your toes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's changes, subtle changes that happen. Um, but this is done, you know, for your benefit as well as ours. <laughs> so um, thank you. You know, uh, we appreciate all of the interactions this year. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Thanks to you, Agard. You know, it's been a tremendous run this season. We mm-hmm. definitely switched up a bunch of things. Um, and I think, I think it worked. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it going. So let's keep it going. Amen to that, brother. Um, until next time. You know where to find us. It's reggaelover.com, reggaelover.com. YouTube, Instagram, everywhere. You know, you can link it right there. Hit us up. Yeah, man. Stay safe. Peace. Happy New Year. Happy yes. Holidays. Yes. If you're interested in a sponsorship or donation, please email info at reggaelover.com. Follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>